0: So I wanted to talk to you guys about the fear of being too much and uh, coming across as needy um, and how this plays out in different relationships and what we do when it comes to uh, judging ourselves or shaming ourselves for having needs or for feeling this way. And this is something that I think happens in, in both men and women where in any relational context as parents or... in a a marriage or in work relationships or friendships where one person feels as though their needs are too much. Um, They've been made to feel that way by the people around them probably growing up and through experience they've learned that they're more needy than normal or their behavior is considered out of the ordinary in some way or excessive uh, or unwelcome and the tendency uh, for them uh, to to try and reduce that need or hide it or downplay it in order to accommodate the people around them and in order to come across as normal or acceptable or likable uh, by the people who they like um, the most and who they want to be around or who they want to accept them. Uh, and it's really uh, painful and it's challenging for the people who are experiencing it Uh, in the way that they are constantly living their lives, uh, walking on eggshells, uh, trying not to care too much, trying not to express their feelings too much, uh, to complain or uh, express or speak about or communicate that they feel hurt. They're walking around uh, with their emotions uh, tied up inside because they want to make everyone around them comfortable. And I think that being that person tends to be coupled with uh, the need to try and get the people around you to understand where you're coming from, uh, the tendency to over-explain your position. Uh, you know, they, if that's you, you catch yourself uh, typing out long paragraphs uh, to uh, tell people where they've gone wrong and where they've hurt you and what you'd like them to do for the probably, you know, 20th time. Uh, in the history of that of that relationship, and there 's this like almost underlying hope that if you keep explaining it to them that you 'll get them to see it from your perspective, if you keep telling them what it is that they 're doing wrong or what it is that you need, then maybe it'll click and they will agree to change and to meet your needs uh, in the way that you want them to in the way that you hope that they will um, but I think as as painful as it is uh, to look at and and stare at dead in the face there's there is the sense that you cannot make people do or behave the way you want them to people are independent and free to do what they want and when people show you that they are unable or unwilling for whatever reason to meet your needs whether that's reassurance or better communication or just more consideration of your emotions or allowing you to weigh in on a decision whatever it is that you struggle with when it comes to that person and that you've communicated over and over again and they seem to be unwilling or unable to change whatever that issue is there has to come a point where you're willing to accept and understand that it that need is not going to be met by that person the the why and the reason and the need to diagnose them or call them names or label them because of it is, is, is secondary. But I think at the core of it, what you're looking for is to be able to come to a point where you understand that that need's not going to be met by that person without judging yourself for having the need, without um, making it about putting blame on them for not meeting the need and moving beyond that to looking at how you can get your need met. If I don't shame myself for needing reassurance, if I say it's okay to need reassurance, how can I get it? Where do I get it from? So what you're looking for and what I'm speaking about is finding people who will happily meet those needs that you have, who don't make you feel any type of shame or inferiority about having them, and to uh, start looking for those people uh, who will meet your needs uh, in different ways and in different contexts. And I think that that takes the pressure off of your core relationships And it makes it easier for you to get your needs met. And just by interacting with these people, you're able to see that there's nothing wrong with you and there's no shame in that. And there are people out there who are perfectly willing to love you and accommodate you uh, because you deserve it and there's nothing wrong with you uh, for feeling the way that you do. Um, That's the gist of what I wanted to share. And I think that just the final point is that a lot of times there's something within yourself that needs to be met. Um, it's something that you can give yourself. I'm not saying that's the case all the time because we do need uh, connection and input from other people, but sometimes it's something that you can offer yourself. And for the person who really struggles to pull back when they catch themselves, you know, over-explaining and over-extending themselves and trying to bend over backwards to get the people around them to change their behavior, I would give you the example of your inner child. And to consider that to uh, be like a real child. If you were the parent of an actual child and that child uh, is someone who you take to play dates and activities and, you know, groups uh, where they're around people who treat them like they're not welcome, where they're around people who criticize them for behaving and thinking and feeling the way that they do, where they're around people who uh, treat them with, with hostility uh, when they say certain things or, or speak about what they need or ask for help in a particular kind of way. And if you were a parent who saw your child being mistreated in these various environments and you were made aware of it and you saw how painful it was for them, and yet you still insist on dropping that kid off to those activities and you insist on taking them and surrounding them by those people again and again, knowing how they're treated, how would you feel about doing that to a real child? How would you feel about treating that child that way when we think about ourselves we're willing to expose ourselves to all sorts of things but when we think about a young child who's helpless and we're the ones who are taking them and physically putting them in those situations then we understand how how damaging and how harmful it can be so i want you to think about in the future going forward where you choose to place yourself and who you expose yourself to and where you place those needs and how you can be more careful about it and more protective over your inner self and your emotions. Jazakumullah khair for listening and I look forward to sharing more. Yallah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.